Why, hello there! My name is Kenji Dick. And I'm Gabby Taylor. And this is Wittenberg Radio. It is episode 128, and it is Mar- It is episode 128, and it is April 2nd, 2019. Today on the show, we speak with Inda Pirelli. She is our first ever international student council president, and Riley Friesen hosts Liam Martin, who is this week's musical guest. But before we get to that, let's check out upcoming events with Ashton. Ashton Reimer here with your current events. CMU's annual Film 60 red carpet screening takes the stage at the Great Hall this Tuesday, April 2nd. Doors open at 8.30 Tuesday night and screenings start at 9 o'clock. Give you plenty of time to fill up at our popcorn bar and get your photo taken by the paparazzis. And this class is wanting to close this week, CMU's end-of-year celebration is fast approaching. Stop by the Student Center this Friday from 12 to 4 p.m. for music, snacks, art, games, and even more fun surprises. My name is Inda Pirodi, and I'm a third-year student here at CMU from Albania. So congratulations on winning the presidency. <laughs> Thank you so much. So how does it feel? Where, when did you find out? Uh, I actually found out this uh, Friday, I think. Um, the first person to text me was Robert, uh, the person I was running against. He's also my friend, and um, he said, congratulations, Inda, you won. I'm really proud of you. And I was, I was, I usually, he usually jokes a lot. So I'm like, please don't joke. It's okay if I did not win. And he's like, no, you won, you know. Uh, Esther just told me, and then I get a, uh, a message from Esther, she's like, you won, and I think it went from there, I guess, yeah. Awesome. So, how, like, that must have been interesting to learn about it from your opponent. <laughs> I think so, but not really, just because I don't see Robert as my opponent. Like, he, we, we had a friendship before we decided to run against each other, and I think during the process of running, um, the fact that we decided to talk even outside the, the speech uh, component, helped us a lot, like strengthen our friendship instead of seeing each other as component, like opponents. Like we, I generally would be completely okay uh, if he had one too. And that might sound weird or bad because you're trying to win, but that's just the way I look at it, I guess, yeah. Yeah. What made you decide to run? Um, I think, I think for a long time, uh, it was just a question of, am I willing to see myself as, um, will sound very bad if I say this exactly as I think it, but here it goes. Uh, (laughs) Am I willing to see myself as human, as, uh, in the level of humanity that I see Canadians here? And I say that with, like, very much disregard to my individual individuality just because coming from a different country uh at, le- at least for me has been um sometimes has been really difficult because i looked at myself as less than the other people who already live here because um i left i lived in Albania till 18 years of age and then i came here and it felt like i was one years old again but my body did not fit a one-year-old girl, and I was in a university. 
And I think it was just a challenge for me. Like it was a question to me to say, would I be able to uh, see myself in the same level as other people here? So Sandra Lepke, International Student Coordinator, mm-hmm. sent us an email um, talking about her hopes for our, what we can, as far as we can remember, our first international student council president. Mm-hmm. And she says that she really hopes that other international students will be able to see themselves in a role like this mm-hmm. and that your voice will help international and Canadian students start speaking in different ways and learning different stories. Mm-hmm. Is that something you were thinking of when you decided to run? Um, I was definitely thinking of that as well. It was, uh, it was more of a, I have something to offer. And it's not necessarily I have a change to offer. Like, I genuinely believe Esther was an amazing and still is an amazing president. I And I don't think I'm better than her. Like, I don't think I'd bring um, a change that is somehow, you know, more democratic, more... I don't think that's the whole point. I just believe that with my personality and what I observe from people, I can... I can bring in the table a thought that might have not been brought before. And I think that's what kind of pushed me towards it. Yeah, and I did not know actually that no international student had been there before. I only realized it after I decided to run. <laughs> and I was like, oopsies. <laughs> this Why? is like a history of making now. <laughs> Why is it oopsies though? I think it was just like, I did not... In a, in a weird way, it felt like uh, I will be paid more attention as a person running for president because I'm international, but not because I'm in the, like, even when I got the, the I, oh, would you like to have an interview as a new president? I was thinking to myself, do all new presidents get interviewed? Like, <laughs> uh, do all, like, do all get the same applause or... I don't know. I was I kind of felt privileged because I was a first in something. I, I guess I don't know. Something I'm kind of picking up is that you're feeling like, like this is me trying to understand. Yeah. What from I understand from you is that you're feeling, a, a pressure as an international student more than a pressure as the president. Mm. Is that something you're feeling? Mm. The pressure is definitely there. Um, I just, I guess I, I'm feeling a pressure to succeed more than I had it in me, just because I am the first international student as a president. But at the same time, it's very, like, it's one of those things where you have a love or hate relationship. Like, it's very, it's very beautiful that people can see that and can see the difficulty in someone coming up to that podium and, and running for president. But it's also very scary because it should be normal for an international to have that, uh, to have that, uh, I guess, that courage. How do you, as Inda, mm-hmm. want to influence both Canadian and international students? Um, I think it's just by um, opening up a place, I guess, or continuing to maintain that 
opened up a community where you can talk about very difficult topics. I've noticed uh, myself, for example, I've had a kind of a growing experience from my first year till now. I used to be very um, timid, very soft-spoken, um, and very scared of difficult topics before. But now I'm just so eager to just talk about the most uncomfortable things people will feel. And um, I try to maintain myself, I like to contain my, my uh, passion for the uncomfortable topics. But at the same time, I, I feel the need to talk about so many things that uh, I have not seen people t talk about here, or at least that I have not talked about with Canadian uh, students in particular. Um, I'm hoping for more um, more conversations between two different cultures or more than one culture. Maybe conversations between, uh, I guess, the international cult cultures and the Canadian ones, as well as the Canadian ones and the First Nation ones. Yeah, I think those always bring so many knowledge, so much knowledge and so much surprises. Yeah, they brought a lot of surprises to me. Yeah, it's uh, yeah. a very difficult question to, it is. to think about. You're saying it very politically. I'm really trying not to be political. But I'm just like, okay, I don't know. Yeah. What are your goals for next year? Um, I'm hoping that this past summer, I will get to maybe talk to, uh, to the people who will be in the council next year. And I will also continue conversation, obviously, with Esther and um, kind of understanding the role of a president. Um, I will definitely have to plan my personal life in a way that I have actually, I have time to do research or like have conversation with people on what they find difficult in terms of living on campus, in terms of being commuters uh, or, I don't know, just being aware of conversations around me. Um, yeah, just opening myself to more research, but more like human research. <laughs> that sounds also wrong, but <laughs> I don't know. But you're trying to get on the ground. Trying yeah. To figure out. Yeah. I mean, being the president of Canadian Men at University mm -hmm. sounds scary, but I feel like you're understanding that, no, you're just, it's a lot of yeah. talking to people. Mm -hmm. um, from what I've gathered from Esther, there's a lot of meetings and a lot of, like, there is, you have to represent people, mm -hmm. but you're very willing and open to figure out what people want to say and how they want to be represented. And I think that's really important in a president. Mm -hmm. the, the balance that I still uh, try to figure out, at least by observing other leaders that I've seen, I've, I've had the... I don't know if it's the curse or the, the gift to see different kinds of leaderships uh, throughout my life from my culture towards to this one. And, um, and it's, so, it's so amazing to see how some leaders will open up the floor to everyone else and they will be selflessly present. And how others uh, will open up the floor and will be the only one speaking selfishly and how others find a balance between the two and I guess what I'm aiming for is a balance because I know myself I I tend to be very loud about my opinions 
but at the same time, I want to be there as a, it's kind of a bridge between opinions, not, uh, not a, not a catcher of, well, I'll catch it, I'll throw it at you, kind of a bridge between, and, and pay attention to what people have to say more, and just think through first. Sun is rising high, burning into the day. I will say goodbye, I'll be going away. Brush away my doubts, what tomorrow will hold. I'm feeling fine for now, going down the road to a city to sing. About the trees and the wind, about the hills in spring, and the rivers that bend, and the rocky deep pass, and the poppies and ponies running through the grass, going down the road. Doodin -doo -doo -doo. Keep track of the promises said of my songs in a town that tomorrow will hold. I'm feeling fine for now. I'm going down the road. Doodin do do do.
Hi, my name here is uh, Riley Friesen. I'm uh, here with uh, Wittenberg Radio. I have uh, Liam Martin actually with me in the studio here. And uh, he just sang uh, Down the Road by St- uh, Stan Rogers, not Steve Rogers, by Stan Rogers. And uh, yeah, he's actually here to tell me a bit about the song itself. So Liam, take it away. Uh, well, this song is a song I've been playing for a long time, a uh, number of years. Uh, discovered it. I well, I mean, I started playing it like shortly after I discovered it, um, and it's been one of my favorites since then. All right, and uh, does it have any sort of significant meaning for you at all? Yeah. Um, so around the time when I started listening to this song a lot was when I first moved out of my parents' place, and I actually uh, moved from Altona to Calgary. Um, I knew I was moving in with a couple friends there, but you know, it's a, uh, moving to a strange city. I knew hardly anyone there, and so uh, you know, I made the trip by myself. Uh, loaded my car up with all my stuff, and uh, the song gave me a lot of encouragement and reassurance when I was making my way there. All right, and uh, were there. Uh, so the song I'm I'm assuming is then just a source of kind of just keeping you at at level base for when like you know with the transition of everything moving. Yeah. Uh, were there any other songs by Stan Rogers as well that kind of kept you going as well? Yeah, for sure. I actually had kind of a playlist uh, I would listen to nearly every day on on my commutes home from work. Um, handful of other songs by him on there. A uh, few of them had similar similar sentiments and yeah like I moved there and I didn't like I didn't have a job when I moved there I was going there and just looking for a job and uh yeah everything everything ended up working out just fine and I think I was able to stay the music definitely helped me to, mm-hmm. to keep uh myself from getting too anxious mm-hmm. all right and uh how are you introduced to Stan Rogers and in particular this song uh well my family, my parents, they love Stan Rogers, and so I heard it a lot when I was a kid. And like, I'm sure I heard this song when I was a kid as well. Uh, it's, I think it's from the his album from Coffee House to Concert Hall, which is a live album. It's a really great album. You should check it out. Mm. I know all you listening should do that. But, <laughs> oh, for um, sure, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I think I don't know. I just randomly. I, I had already been into a lot of similar folk or singer-songwriter type music, such like James Taylor and people like that. So, um, like, I hadn't been listening to Stan Rogers, and then I kind of... I probably had it on my computer, and I was like, well, maybe I should just listen to some of this stuff and mm-hmm. listen to a few of his albums, and I found a bunch of songs that I really liked, and I've been listening to them since then. So. All right, and is there anything else you'd like to add, maybe about... Uh, the song itself, kind of um, other moments with the song, how long you've been performing, etc., things like that. Just anything else you want to add last minute that we didn't cover? Uh, I don't know. I just wish, like, <clears throat> I think Stan Rogers is, like, quite underrated. A lot mm-hmm. of people don't know about him. Um, well, and he's a great Canadian artist as yeah, well, too. Exactly. Yeah, He's Canadian and, you know, like tragically passed away at a young age, but um, a lot of his songs 
are about Canada and like <laughs> very uh, very Canadian music and I wish I could do the songs like justice that they deserve but mm -hmm. like, I don't know if I can I just do my best and um, yeah I think just everyone should if you like acoustic singer songwriter music or he has a variety of other stuff you just should check him out oh yeah for sure alright well thank you Liam for coming in to Wittenberg Radio it was a good time and good hearing you uh, uh, sing the song as well and Having me. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, and that was uh, this is this was the music section for Wittenberg Radio. Thank you for listening. And that brings an end to our show. Thank you once again for listening to Wittenberg Radio. And don't forget to check out Film Sixty tonight in the Great Hall. I'm Kenji Dick, and I'm Gabby Taylor, and we'll see, and we'll you. see you next time.